Quick question for you. Are you a Federal Access member yet? If you're a government contractor, you need a Federal Access account. You can get started today with a free membership. Just visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Free members get access to about 20 documents and templates as well as our video training playbooks. More importantly, this gets you in the RSM Federal ecosystem and makes you part of our community. So go grab your free account today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of Game Changers for Government Contractors. I want to talk to you today about a video I did a few weeks ago on LinkedIn. The video was about task blocking, and this is my approach to time and project task management, however you want to call it. It's kind of all intertwined if you look at it from my perspective. I gave a few examples there, and the feedback has just been awesome. It was one of the, I think, probably the most liked and watched videos that I've done all all year, and so I thought I would do a podcast for it and just expand on that a little bit. So let me talk to you a little bit about task blocking and how I came about to use this. As I started getting more and more busy in our business, I realized I had all these things that needed to get done. A lot of them were on my plate, whether it's marketing tasks or creating content for federal access members and that sort of thing. There's all these things that are on my plate and we're always doing new things. Even if we're optimizing something, that to me is new. So like, hey, I've got to create some sort of task around this. And I used to just approach everything as like the to-do list. I think that's one of the most popular ways that people approach things is using a to-do list. And what I found is the to-do list just wasn't getting it done for me. What I started doing was I started by putting items on my calendar. And so I would just have these random tasks that were on my calendar. And then from there, I evolved the system a little further and said, look, a lot of these little systems are part of other things. So what I really need to do is create a project. And the project will have tasks under it. I'll look at a project and say, okay, look, there's four main components of that. Here are the tasks that are associated with it. Now let me put a timeline and a date of when I want this project complete. And then I will just kind of backwards plan my way into each one of those tasks going on my calendar. I actually manage a lot of my tasks with Evernote. And so I know a lot of people in project management are probably going to cringe when they (laughs) say that. They're like, hey, weren't you using monday.com or asana or this or that or you know come up with one of the the hundreds of project management tools that are out there quite honestly one of the reasons i don't use a lot of the project management tools that are out there is i don't think they're very intuitive for the average user and they actually create a lot more work if somebody were to come along and say here's a tool that overcomes all of that i'd be happy to look at it for net but for now i'm using evernote because i have a master project list and inside my master project list i have my my projects 
numbered. They all have headings and they have bullet tasks underneath them. They have dates next to them. And I literally work the task list on a daily basis in the business. That works for me. And I don't care for you if it's a sheet of paper that has your task, if it's an Excel spreadsheet, if it's a Word document, if it's a PowerPoint slide, it really doesn't matter. You just need a simple way to track what you're doing and to break it down. That's the fundamental there because once you break everything down, then you can start to put it into your calendar, which kind of gets me into the, the second piece of this is I had to sit down and look at my calendar. And by the way, this is not covered in that uh, that YouTube video on LinkedIn. I had to sit down and look at my calendar and say, look, when am I going to get these things done? For me, I have very specific tasks that I do on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I meet with clients on those days. I also have like sales meetings on those days where people want to have a consult or anything like that. So those happen on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday is my day. I do whatever I want on Friday if I want to take the day off. If I need to book a follow-up meeting because one of my coaching clients couldn't make their regularly scheduled appointment and we had to move it, I'll put that on Friday a lot of times. It's kind of my makeup day. Friday is my day to wrap up the week, get things done. And if I have everything done for the week, I cut out of the office really early on Friday. That's part of my way of kind of like recharging and everything. I have a lot of things on my plate. Like I've said before, I have anywhere from a dozen to 20 different projects on my plate. And those are new initiatives on my plate at any given moment. And so I feel like I do the work of five or six people. And so I need that extra day off a lot of times to, to just recharge. That's the core part of my schedule as far as like the active things that I'm doing. Now, I skipped Monday for a moment because I want to come back to Monday. Monday is my project day. I never book appointments on Monday, like ever. I don't rebook appointments or any of that kind of stuff. So if you missed a call with me, it's likely not going on a Monday. There's a very rare occasion where there's somebody I need to talk with and I'll book a really short call. But for the most part, nothing ever goes on Monday except for projects. In the morning, I use it to work on active projects. And in the afternoon, I'm usually doing like shooting videos and prepping videos and different things like that for the week. I have everything broken down so that I know, hey, here are the days of the week, what I do on those days of the week so that I'm not distracted. And look, here's the other really cool thing. If I'm flying through my schedule on Monday, and I had some tasks on my schedule for Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll pull one of those to my Monday. If I have a situation on Tuesday where a coaching call got canceled or a sales call got canceled or a coaching session gets canceled, whatever it is, something gets canceled, I'll look at my project list for the rest of the week and I'll just pull things to that moment in time. So I'm always looking at how do I pull projects and tasks that are on the calendar? How do I get those done faster by filling holes in my schedule? And that's probably one of the the biggest tricks that I use. But at the end of the day, I have a calendar. I work off that calendar. Tasks and projects go on the calendar and that helps me get everything done at a set schedule that I want. Here's another little trick. Just because I have something on the calendar for Tuesday at 9 a.m. doesn't mean I have to work on it at Tuesday at 9 a.m. If I sit down and I'm looking at the screen and I literally have have zero inspiration, I'm trying to write uh, maybe a, a sales letter or an email 
email or maybe I'm trying to write or, or help a client rewrite their capability statement and I'm just getting nowhere, I move on. I will give myself five, 10 minutes and if it's just not clicking in my head, I will grab another task and put in that slot and then I'll move that task to later in the day and I'll come back to it. Because a lot of times when you sit down to work on a task, like your brain will start thinking through it and you'll just kind of get this writer's block, if you will, or project block, whatever you want to call it. And you just don't have the inspiration to get it done. And for me, I would rather wait and do it right and do it well than try to push through it and it be mediocre. That to me makes a lot more sense. And that's why I'll get started on thinking on the task at hand. And if it doesn't work, I just move it. And a lot of times when I move it and start on something else, I'll get some ideas for that original task that I was working on. If I still don't have any ideas by the time that rolls around, what I'll often do is I'll go for a walk. I'll go take a hot shower. Occasionally I'll go to the treadmill. I'm not the best guy at doing that. I'll take the dog for a walk. I'll go to lunch. You know, there's a handful of those little things where you just have to disconnect. And once you disconnect, you'll get a really good idea for that thing you were working on. Again, especially if you're writing, most people are not writers. So if you're writing or doing anything creative, you can't force your brain to make it happen. And so you have to force your brain to take a break from the thing you're working on and just sort of recharge itself so that it comes up with a better idea. And then you can go back to the task. If I go back to the heart of this whole podcast here, I look at everything that comes across my plate as some sort of project. Now I have big projects and then I have many projects. And so if I have a really big project, like, Hey, right now we're in the middle of redoing a lot of stuff in federal access. There are many components to that. Like right now we're updating all of the documents in all of the modules. We've already got two of those done. I'm working on more depending on when you hear this podcast, I may have it all done, but then we're getting ready to go back through and redo a bunch of the videos and the webinars and all those kind of things. We're getting ready to add some more. We're also looking at uh, how we're going to redo some of the content in there with some training courses and all those different kinds of things. And so those are all mini projects within a big project where we're redoing the membership portal. I have to break down each one of those so that it's not overwhelming or else you look at it and you're like, wow, we're doing like 37 different things to the portal. Like, how are we ever going to get this done? Well, you're not going to get it all done at once. You're going to get it done one task at a time. So that's why you need to break it down. So when it comes to things in your business, whether it is your marketing, your conferences, your sales phone calls, managing your team, you should have things that are already systemized in your business. And then you have you should have things you're trying to either optimize or add to your business. Those things can all be done in a project. Let me also talk about this. When it comes to things that go on autopilot, those come out of my projects. So when it comes to like the podcast, we have a systemized way of, of doing the podcast. I don't even count that in our project list because it's systemized. It has a place on the calendar. We know how that's getting done. You probably have things like that as well. So maybe it's your sales meetings, or maybe it's when you do sales calls or reaching out to contracting officers or what have you, right? So there's all those little things that you have that are systemized already in the business. And those things don't necessarily count as a project. But initially, if you're trying to tweak something, you may create a project around that. When I'm looking at a project, I'm really just looking at the fundamentals, what needs to get done and how many little components of it are there. Again, like if I'm updating 
website. Well, how many pages need updated? Okay, on what pages needs the update? There's sections on each page. Which sections need updated? Do we need to create anything new? I'm asking all those questions and putting that into that website update project. Don't overthink that. And then if you need help from someone or if there's somebody else that's assigned one of those tasks, you can assign them those tasks. But I'm initially just talking about how I manage stuff. If you're managing other people and other projects, there's likely a lot more things you need to do. And maybe you need a project management software for that. But for me, managing myself and all of my projects, I just don't. Even though I have an assistant now that helps me with a lot of this, I don't have to manage them like I would a normal full-blown project with all kind of deadlines. We have very simple ways we communicate with uh, work in progress folders that we share in Dropbox through emails and different things like that. And so uh, I'll give you a quick example. So when we finish a podcast, this is part of our system. We finish a podcast like this recording. I will save this in a work in progress folder. I'll shoot an email over to the project manager for that and just say, hey, episode 190, whatever is in the work in progress folder. And then the next email I will get from that person says, hey, 193 is complete. That lets me know that we can go ahead and package it up and put it online. So it's just really simple stuff. And I think we get too wrapped up in trying to make these software systems work and trying to get automatic workflows and all that kind of stuff. When a simple email back and forth or a text message back and forth is all we really need sometimes. And we can stay on top of a project that way. So this is the way I do it. It doesn't work for everybody. You know, there's plenty of tweaks you may want to make to how you would run projects and tasks in your business. But I guarantee you time blocking where you sit down and look at your calendar and say, what am I going to do on these times of days in this, in these weeks? What am I going to do here? Including like taking time off to rest and all that kind of stuff. If you sit down and look at your calendar and time block it so you know what types of activities you'll be doing when, and then you start to put your tasks for your projects in those windows, I guarantee you're going to be way more productive. And the other thing is you're not going to lose sight on a task. That's the one pet peeve I have about the to-do list. Most people have this running to-do list and they never really have a time slot of when they're going to get the thing done. I really encourage people to move away from the to-do list and move towards a time blocking thing where you get rid of this little piece of paper that has 19 things on it that you need to do and you just start putting it in your calendar. Because once you put it in your calendar, now you've got time put aside to make sure it gets done. And look, if you need to put aside a half hour every day or an hour every day in the morning, in the evening to check emails and put out fires and all that kind of stuff. I would arguably argue you probably don't, but if you do, then put that in your schedule. Start there by putting it in your schedule of, hey, I'm going to put out fires from 9 to 10 a.m. and then once again from 4 to 5. Put that in your schedule. Don't just let the fires come to you as you're trying to work on other stuff. Make sure you have time designated for that type of activity. If you have questions about this, I know time management and project management, task management, all that, there's a lot of questions about that. If you have questions, you know how to reach me, please send an email to me or you can shoot a message on LinkedIn, whatever works for you. And we will see you next episode. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash game changers.